0: hey what's up guys welcome back to the digital Bounds podcast with me as always i have sunny yo yo what's up okay um before we jump into the episode uh episode 36 to be exact Uh, Just starting for this odd schedule, I I was moving, Sonny's just like trying to match up to my schedule, and we we hit and miss each other, so we try to record whenever we get the time. So we're going to try to get back on the Sunday schedule, and hopefully stick with it.
1: Yeah, I was actually completely out last weekend, I think that's what it was. Yes, and I think I because i kept trying to get together and stuff i was like god damn it every time that i'm not at home
0: it's just one of those things that it's hard to work people's schedules together uh let's actually just jump into it um wwdc so uh, it's apple's big developer conference but this year a
1: lot of news came out of it um do you want to start sunny or you want me to start well just like honestly you know, WWDC compared to other previous years, I felt like this one was very subpar. There wasn't anything super exciting about it. Um I mean there's some cool things that did come out of it. Um but like I don't know, I feel like there wasn't really anything too spectacular.
0: Okay, so let me like run down real quick and kind of give you like give everyone the overview of what happened. So Apple announced a new HomePod speaker or announced a HomePod. It's a smart speaker. It's a take on Echo and Sonos and like the Google Home. Um, There's a new iMac Pro that's like um, a Mac that people would actually want to use if they're doing any sort of uh, graphic intensive work. There's um, iOS 11, which has a new, um, I guess you would call it like a, like a slide up, the, the lock screen. I'm not sure. It's, uh, there's, like, some improvements to Apple Pay. Um, there's some improvements to, like, all of their photo software and everything and Apple Music and even the App Store. Uh, the big improvement, though, is really for the iPad, which gets, like, some Windows features. So iPad's more powerful. Um, the other news is, like, uh, AR, VR. So Apple is letting... The Mac have access to external GPUs. Um, there's also AR Kit, which will allow any developer to like dive into motion tracking and uh, AR uh, like capabilities, like Pokemon Go, uh, made popular in the past like year. Then there was a new 10.5 um, inch iPad introduced it's nothing really interesting it just takes advantage of like the new ios and it has uh upgraded cameras and um it supports uh usb 3 has a better battery life so it's minor refresh but it's 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 important um there is also a new mac os it's mac os high sierra yeah i the name is kind of shitty but oh well uh overall that's just it's it's minor it's the support for vr metal 2 and um it's just overall uh, critiquing the problems that people have had in mac there's new watch os4 uh, no new apple watch it just has new siri watch faces they refine like the app browsing ui and honestly that's all that happened at uh wwdc so do you want to Go down from where i kind of read from the verge or do you want to um kind of uh, start from the bottom up
1: uh, uh, let's do top bottom, um, i guess um so let's talk okay. about the homepod speaker because honestly like i think the price is really what kills it um but it's essentially like their google home and alexa competitor um
0: y- yeah more or less but i
1: think they're honestly going for a different market Well, they're definitely more towards the speaker market, and then with Siri built in, right? Yes.
0: Essentially, that's what it is. Um, Let me give you my take on it. So, the Google Home and Alexa is vying for the smart home. They're so inexpensive that everyone's going to put one in every room. So, you're going to have one in the kitchen, living room, uh, bedroom, kids room, office, and you're gonna be able to control your smart lights your thermostat everything from your voice that's what google and elect and uh, amazon's really going for um apple is looking at a 349 dollars speaker that has siri built in but they're they're really um leaning on their, their capabilities they say they sound better than a sonos speaker and i highly doubt that but it's interesting because $349, you're not going to put more than one of these in your home, possibly. You might buy two, like in the living room, just to have stereo speakers, but you're not going to put one in your bedroom, one in your living room, one in your kitchen. It's just too expensive. Like, that's the whole reason I thought about switching to the Amazon ecosystem for Alexa, is because. You buy echo another echo that's hundred seventy nine dollars each and then you can buy the little hockey pucks the echo uh, dots and put them through your whole house Yeah,
1: I think my biggest gripe is like the smart home is so important these days that I feel like you know with these hundred dollar you know Google home and Alexa devices um, they're much easier to put around the house as he said um, and then like really I mean anyone that cares about audio I feel like they're not gonna care about the home pod or Google Home Speaker, they're just going to have their own speaker system. And then with, like, um, I think the Chromecast for audio, I forget the actual name for it, like, just have that integrate with your speakers or connect with Bluetooth or something else um, like that instead of just having, like, a speaker that maybe you don't like but you're going to buy just for the home, um, smart home integration. So that's that's my thoughts on it.
0: Yes, and the other thing about the HomePod is because it's using siri there's a big question around how smart is siri is is it going to be as i guess you would say subpar like it is on the iphone or because it has multiple um uh, multiple mics it'll be able to better understand you and and it'll better be able to answer your questions because right now if you're using an iphone siri it's not as good as like alexa like yes sometimes you'll be able to get the questions you ask if you set timers or like ask it to text someone but if you ask it a little more advanced questions like what song is this and then you like try to ask when the song was was uh, made or who the artist is or what album it's from um Siri starts to trip over itself Google does a really great job of that Alexa has a harder time doing that but Alexa she's still able to do a lot more advanced things that Siri is, isn't able to do
1: yeah i agree but that's like apple is pushing so hard with siri um and for that reason i feel like they really need to have a much uh, cheaper option where you know you can have siri literally everywhere instead of just like your ios devices like the whole well, i i'm sure people will buy it but if they're just aiming for it to be a good speaker i just don't see it be a good uh good way for people to just get siri into every room in their house
0: well that's that's like my whole argument is Apple understands that Siri's not good so that's why they're leaning on this this high quality speaker. They're trying to get you like they in essence they just skimmed over Siri and kind of said, look this this has seven chirpers and a four inch uh, subwoofer. This is gonna sound fucking amazing <laughs> and it's literally what they like emphasized. they were like, this is so great music ah but they didn't really like say anything about siri they didn't go yeah oh siri's it's... smarter or siri's gonna hear you better or siri's gonna be able to answer better questions they kind of were like siri can do this cool stuff with apple music that's the other big thing is homepod is locked down to apple music you don't have spotify google play music or anything else on there
1: which is very apple like in terms of like locking into their ecosystem but i guess my whole point is Siri needs to get better otherwise you know pe- their customers are just going to gravitate to Google or Amazon so like the like are you going to lock in your customers into the Apple ecosystem or do you want them to go to start using Google Assistant or, or something like that
0: exactly and and that was my whole um, piece that I wrote on digitalbounds.com was HomePod is going to be a Big thing for Google Home and uh, Amazon Alexa, or I'm sorry, Amazon Echo. It's people are gonna look at it at an Apple store and go, oh, well, that's kind of cool. And then someone's gonna tell them like, oh, you can get a Google Home or an Amazon Alexa for like a third of the price. And they're gonna go, what? Really? No. And then they're gonna go look at Amazon.com, or they're gonna go to like a store like Best Buy, and they're gonna see both of them put side to side, and they're gonna go, wow. You know, I might just buy this. Uh, Amazon because I can use all the stuff I already have in my home, like my smart lights, my my uh, my uh, my uh, thermostat, without having to upgrade any of my hardware or adding a bridge or anything with, to work with HomeKit. And it's going to r- really push sales for Google and uh, Amazon.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. And I think that was like one of your articles too on Digital Bounds. Yes, yes. Yeah. So the next uh, thing is the iMac Pro. So they've pretty much like up the specs. Um, they introduced a new space gray model, um, 5K display. It's beautiful. It's complete, really beautiful. Um, and even the accessories for the iMac Pro are space gray. But that's where my biggest issue comes is the fact that they're only making available for the iMac Pro, and that's just that's just really annoying.
0: Yeah, I feel like. In a year's time, they're going to open up those accessories and uh, allow anyone to use them. This iMac doesn't come out till December, so I think they didn't want to like release any of the, the accessories quite yet. I think that's where they were kind of like held up. They didn't want to be like, oh, you can buy those accessories and then have everyone forget about the cool Space Gray iMac. That
1: makes sense. I mean, it's just like they re- released the Space Gray MacBook, MacBook Pro... And it would also make sense to have, like, because a lot of people, you know, especially with USB-C, they'll plug in a monitor, so what's the point of having, like, a non-space gray keyboard? Um, people are just going to buy non-Apple keyboards at that point, so. Yes, like, they're I losing wanna... a lot of sales, in, in my opinion.
0: I don't think Apple cares about sales. <laughs> I think <laughs> they, they care about, like, a few things, and sales quite isn't on the top of the list, honestly, because... The iMac is so niche that they're just like, eh. iPhone is selling millions and millions every second. I don't care. Uh, what I do want to go over is the specs there, that are quite uh, impressive. It's pretty so, insane, yeah. It's a 5K display, which is amazing in itself. Okay, it has a eight-core um, uh, Xeon processor. It's upgradable to an 18-core pro- uh, Xeon core processor. There's, I know, <laughs> um, uh, 4 terabytes of, uh, of SSD, um, and then the big thing is you can have 128 gigabytes of EEC memory, that's, oh my god, uh, there's four Thunderbolt 3 ports, which is essentially USB-C, I, I'm not sure if those uh, Thunderbolt, Thunderbolt ports uh, double as USB-C compatible, but I'm hoping. And there's a built-in 10 gigabyte ethernet.
1: And I think, wasn't it, um, I thought they had four Thunderbolt 3, and, or yeah, four Thunderbolt 3 and four um, USB 3.0 ports, right? Okay, sorry,
0: I'm, I'm reading from the Verge
1: article and obviously they didn't include that. <laughs> yeah, because I remember seeing on the back they had USB 3 and USB-C right next to each other, which I think makes a lot of sense just from the for, for desktops. Um, I'm but surprised... yeah, those are like really insane specs.
0: I'm surprised they didn't uh, put those USB-C and Thunderbolt ports into one port and just multiplied all of them.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Because uh-huh. I'm reading it, it is 3 and 4. That's oh, odd.
1: really? Yeah, yeah,
0: you're right. That's really odd. I don't know why.
1: Hm. Um, but yeah, if you want all of those specs for like the 5K model, it's going to be $5,000. The one that's shipping in December. That's... I don't know. That's it's it's an okay price, I guess, for all of those specs. No, it's think. not
0: an okay price. <laughs> uh an okay price would have been uh like 2400 because if you do that in a Windows build, that would have been like a 2400 like uh dollar PC. Like you could probably even get it down to like $1, well, $1,600. Well, even with a 5K display. I don't know what a 5K, 5K display goes for. Uh, it's probably a grand, right?
1: Yeah, it's at least a grand.
0: So, if you would have done it yourself, I'm expecting anywhere from $2,000 to $3,000. So, you're paying for a $2,000 premium because no other person can like shape it into that one display or anything.
1: Yeah, for the Apple premium. Yes. Yeah, I'm not so I'm not really like a desktop user. I prefer laptops just over the portability. Um, but I can definitely see people using this for um, essentially, like anyone that was using the Mac Pro for typically just video editing or anything hardcore that they needed. Um, if you go into
0: any newsroom and anyone's doing any sort of video editing, they're doing it on an iMac. Like, it's just, I, that's what they're doing it on. They're doing all their video editing on iMacs. That's a big thing. A lot of people mm-hmm. sit down on, at an iMac and do it. Um, yes, sometimes they do use the Mac Pro. Um, I feel like... Um, Marquez or Casey Neistat might jump to this
1: iMac. Honestly,
0: I, I'm not sure. But well, I I've been also a, hearing feeling.
1: like conflicting opinions of like yes, people will switch over to the iMac Pro, but um, anyone that does did have the Mac Pro, like the Trashcan Mac, um, they'll probably just wait until the new Mac Mac Pro um, gets released because that one's going to be you know interchangeable and upgradable and stuff.
0: Yeah, but this iMac is here now. This uh, Mac Pro, the general consensus is it's not going to be announced to next year and like WWDC time. And it's probably not going to come out to December, too. Like, this iMac is announced right now, but you cannot like buy it till this December, which is slightly
1: odd. Well, I think I mean, what is that? Like a six month wait? From when the iMac Pro gets shipped? Yeah, it's a little longer than what Apple
0: normally does. Like, I could have seen like a a September launch or like something like that, an August time, you know, Mm -hmm. to get like High Sierra out and get it going and, and get the beta or get the developer get the beta and then get the final release and then they announce the new iMac. But a December time seems a little far off.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure, really sure what's exactly holding them up um, to release by September.
0: I, I honestly feel like they had all this developer backlash or, or all these creatives and developers saying like, Apple's not listening to us, Apple's not doing this, and then Apple scrambled over the course of the year to get something out. And they were like, look, we have it all prototyped and we have it all together, but we don't have like the supply chain quite set up to put everything together. And Apple execs go, fuck it, just, just get it out on stage. We want to show developers and uh, creatives that we're listening to them and that we're, we're working towards um, going back to being their one place that they can shop and one place that they can really hold true to true to what they need.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. Just creating a little bit of hype. Um, yes. To prevent the, people from moving on. There away.
0: is... Um, the macbooks were also upgraded (laughs) like all of them like the macbook air got an upgrade Uh, the macbook pro got an upgrade they're all upgraded to the new cabby lake or kaby lake uh, processors there's like some other minor improvements but essentially that's all they did even the macbook Air got the um the uh, intel processor so it's a slight speed boost but still i'm kind of surprised that they they did that
1: Yeah, because I mean, if like there's really no reason to get the MacBook Air in 2017, like you might as well just get the 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 baseline MacBook um, instead of the MacBook Air because that's essentially what it is. Yeah, but the MacBook
0: Air has a real Intel Core like i5 processor. The MacBook like the MacBook has like a mobile processor, so it's a lot slower. The one that
1: say is like is gonna perform like a Core i5, but. Maybe, yeah, it it ends does, up maybe it does maybe it does
0: performing like kind of shoddy like it, like a macbook can barely even record audio sometimes but my macbook air can record audio no problem
1: oh okay Also so regarding kb like i feel like like for me because i have the 2016 macbook pro um, I probably will not upgrade because that's really the only difference and maybe a slight performance boost. Um, I really wish that they like fixed the battery issues, just putting in, you know, slightly bigger chassis and putting in a bigger battery. Um, but they didn't do that. So it's like a very slight performance boost, but I feel like anyone that's on maybe like a 2015 or 2012 Macbook pro, it's like a good time to upgrade. Yeah. So you, you don't have, like, any resentment, or or how do you
0: feel about it, though, because you spent a hefty amount on a MacBook that essentially was just a new form factor with the same, like, internals of the previous generation.
1: I mean, you- I I bought it with that understanding. I just couldn't wait around any longer. Like, I've already, I feel like, gotten my value out of um, my, my new MacBook Pro, so I don't really feel resentment. Um If I wanted to, I could, like, you know, lose maybe, like, $200, try to sell it, and buy the new one, but it just doesn't make sense, like, I don't have any performance issues or anything.
0: Okay, because I feel like other, like, if it was me, I would have been kind of like,
1: damn, I should have waited. like, nah, I I messed up, you know, just one of those things. Well, I I wish I could have waited. that's the thing, but I had the 2012 MacBook Pro, it's a 13-inch, no SSD, so, like, I could have, I guess, upgraded that, but, you know, What's the point of wasting money on it? Yes. Uh, let's talk about iOS 11.
0: Um, uh, there's updates to Siri. It, it has improved speech and the ability to help translate to different languages. Um, there's more like uh, Active Assist, which helps you like suggest stuff that's going based on your iPhone and your iPad. Um, iMessages now live in the cloud, so if you get a bunch of people texting you, uh, images, what would happen was those images are stored on your phone and, and it would start hurting, uh, digging into your storage. So if you had the base 16 gig, is it 16 gig, right? I think so. Okay, the base 16 gig model and you just did a lot of texting, you could fill up your phone very, very quickly. So those iMessages now live in the iCloud and they're just kind of synced from the device. They ca- They keep a few, like a day worth of data on your phone. So that, that, Helps keep those low-end uh, storage devices uh, more free to download more apps and do other junk. So the other big one was um, uh, Apple Pay. Now you can do peer-to-peer Apple payments. What do you What do you think about that? So is that like locally that you can do it, like no. when you're right next to each other? No, you <laughs> can you can do it there locally next to each other, or you can do it through iMessage and just Apple Pay someone twenty dollars.
1: Um, I mean, it's good, yeah. I guess. Nothing crazy. Because, I mean, it's, it's not very hard to send money to your friends and family. So, not really yep.
0: seeing... I feel like everyone uses an iPhone in some capacity. Like, normal families are using an iPhone. Like, they're all locked into that system. So, having to download Venmo or download Square Cash and send someone money was always, like, a barrier to entry. Now, you kind of have iMessage and Apple Pay and you can just do it effortlessly yes like your Android I I feel like it's just making that whole thing of Android more like oh you have an Android phone you can't oh okay you can't pay today (laughs)
1: alright like it makes that more it's more lock in which is annoying but it's not necessarily a bad thing like yeah like you said I mean everyone has an iPhone or family then you just don't need anything extra to send money so I think it's it's both good and bad for sure
0: yeah, because I've gone out and everyone has an iPhone and they're
1: like, oh, blah, 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 download this
0: app. I'm like, oh, it's not an Android, guys. Sorry. And they're like, that's, a, that's an Android phone? It looked like an iPhone. And I'm like, yes, it's the Pixel. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, the other big thing of iOS is uh, it's this uh, swipe up screen. What do they call it? <laughs> I cannot. The, the name's slipping kind of like mind.
1: a command center sort of thing
0: um yes so they added in um
1: yeah it's a new control center i think okay
0: so call it. It. it's new control center so they they made it a little more uglier and they made sure you could like adjust the brightness there you can so you swipe up it looks more like um more like uh, the ipad and how you could see all your your uh, stuff but the big part of iOS 11 is the iPad features. So now there's improved multitasking. There's an actual dock. So you, when you drag up, you can like add different apps to that dock. Um, there's improvements to Apple Pencil. And um, there's an
1: actual file system on the iPad. That's huge. So it's basically like they're... Well, they're obviously pushing the iPad Pro, but... It's, it's almost like they're um, combining iOS and macOS together it's like the child yes. of that
0: yeah like they're really chugging along and making this iPad Pro like uh, uh, a alternative to the Mac um, Microsoft tried to do this with Windows 8 uh, like RT and everyone like fucking yelled at them when they were like Microsoft you're stupid and Apple's doing the same thing now. <laughs> and it's kind of interesting to see that. Like the progression of uh, these OS's is to become more locked down, uh, a little more, uh, le- less customizable. So there's Windows 10s. Um, Apple's doing iOS on the iPad. It's kind of interesting to see how the progression of the OS is happening.
1: I think it's interesting, like, we have kind of this fight between, like, mobile versus desktop OS, because I find, like, this is more closer to the problem that Google's having with Chromebooks and Android tablets, where they're trying to, like, combine both OSs into one, instead of having two completely different operating systems, which you could use for the same purpose, essentially.
0: Yeah, and Google is having a hard time combining those two. They're just
1: falling on their face, and... Apple. It's like oh you can run Android apps on Chromebooks, but well it kind of sort of works. Some apps works, so it can be laggy. It's, you know, it's a really weird place they're in.
0: Yeah, so Google is combining from their desktop with mobile, mobile into their desktop. And Apple is doing um mobile their desktop into mobile. So it's two different methods. Apple's method seems a little more Uh, nuanced and
1: uh, well executed and google's is clearly just a clusterfuck (laughs) i think like microsoft honestly has won this like a couple years ago because you know they made windows 8 and they kind of like everyone hated it it kind of failed but they had that period of time which they were trying to converge um touch and desktop and then windows 10 came out windows 10 is amazing and so they now have an OS that kind of works with touch. It works with like convertible laptops and stuff. Um, Apple didn't have that phase to go through. So that's kind of how I'm seeing it. Like they're not going to introduce a touchscreen uh, MacBook Pro. Like they're just not going to do it. Um, but this is their option to add touch to an operating system. That's kind of desktop based, like with iPad Pro and stuff. So yes, yeah, so what, do, what what do you think
0: of that? I feel like Microsoft's always been early. They were early on tablets. They were a little early on like the phone, but they always like mess up and and slip up and don't get like the execution and they don't get like the UI down. They always mess up somewhere. Microsoft always does. And then Apple swoops in and manages to like revolutionize the market. They introduced the iPad and everyone was like, Tablets are great. And Microsoft was like, shit, we've been doing this for like years. We did it in the nineties guys. And everyone's like, no, 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 no. Apple did this for the first time. So it, yeah, it's Apple does it the sexy thing. way. So yeah, that that's why I think it goes back to like the home pod. Uh, not everyone knows about like the Google home and Amazon echo, but now that Apple's doing it, they're doing it sexy. They're doing it. And everyone's going to start buying more home speakers that are, are, uh, Smart voice enabled so overall iOS is just Becoming more complicated, which is different than what Steve Jobs initially wanted, but it's a good progression that I think is necessary
1: Yeah, I think uh, I can fairly agree with that.
0: Yes, so um, AR kit AR kit was gonna um, It brings uh, Google Tango to all Apple like handsets. They're like, you can point your iPad at the table and play a game of like Settlers Catan and, and just kind of go like it, it, it just works. What, what do you think about
1: it? So what is it exactly? Is it just an app or an SDK?
0: It's an SDK an API to, to open
1: up the possibility of AR development for app developers. Oh, okay so it's like letting more developers have access to a system where um kind of like what pokemon go did and have like that system available i think it's really awesome i mean anything that makes ar easier to do because i'd love to see more apps like pokemon go i think it's you know got more people outside and everything so
0: yeah like i like the idea of ar but i don't know if i like the idea of playing a game and pointing my iphone at a table <laughs> like pokemon go kind of did it in a nifty way you p- pointed at it every so often and even though that there was ar in pokemon go i very rarely used it
1: yeah so have you heard of um so it's uh, gary vaynerchuk's um i think it's what <laughs> okay. planet of the apps show i think it's what it is yes yeah, the terrible uh, show yes <laughs> Yeah, actually I saw the first episode cause I'm like I'm not gonna sign up for Apple Music to watch it but the first one was free so I like decided to check it out uh, One of the developers on there he had um, an app that pretty much lets you like it was AR and it lets you uh, point it in your room and um, put different furniture around um, on your phone so you can kind of see like how it looks is it gonna fit and stuff um, And he was like, oh this you know technology is like really hard to find like it's hard to find good developers around it. And now Apple's releasing technology to everyone to be able to do the exact same thing. So I thought it's pretty funny. Did
0: I, I didn't watch all of it, I just like watched a few minutes and I was like, This is garbage, I'm done. Like Gary's <laughs> cool, but um not gonna watch it. Uh did that that developer
1: get funding or win or something? Yeah, he actually did get uh fund, or he didn't get funding, but he did um well he was able to work with one of the people, I think it was What's her name? Um, Jessica Alba, I think. Yeah. Oh,
0: okay. So they'll, they'll be <laughs> successful. Um, but, uh, I bet. I bet you one of the Apple executives were like, "Hey, take, take, take them, take them. We <laughs> we have some stuff in the works. We can show them if we get them in."
1: <laughs> yeah, but again, it's the same thing with like how Microsoft already had Hololens, but I'm sure that everyone's like, "Oh my God, so amazing! Apple's doing this too." So.
0: Well, HoloLens is like $3,000. It requires a headset. It's a little more advanced. And Apple doing it on all iPhones, all of that, is going to be a huge thing. Um, The iPhone 7 Plus has a depth-of-field camera. So, necessarily, they could do Project Tango-esque room mapping. But I think they're going to wait on that till uh, maybe the next iPhone has it in both the regular model and the Plus model, and they're going to start introducing that, that uh, feature as is in the SDK and get more developers on that. They're, I think they're going for Project Tango in a way that, that Google just cannot do because they don't control the ecosystem and the hardware. Yeah, so have it be more accessible. Okay, that's cool. Yes. Uh, back to the iPad and iOS and some sort. Uh, the iPad Pro is now available in three different sizes. 10.5 uh, was introduced at WWDC. It has the same camera as the iPhone 7, which I still don't understand why you take a picture with a fucking iPad. It's so stupid. Well, especially uh, with the iPad Pro. Yeah, I can. Oh, let me let me take a picture of you guys, and you're <laughs> holding like uh, like a laptop up. I'm just like, oh my god. Uh, it has 10 hours of battery life, which is improved. The screen is 20% larger, they're, they're cutting down on the bezel, which is nice. I wish they got rid of the bezel completely. Um, the price, it's the 64 uh, gigabyte configuration starts at 649 what, what do you think?
1: Um, so I saw this really good meme where, you know, he shows the new iPad Pro, looks like the exact same as the old iPad Pro, everyone, and then he says, this is the new iPad. And everyone's like applauding, applauding. <laughs> so that's how yeah. I feel about it. But um, regarding the bezels, I think they still need to keep the bezel since it is a tablet, because otherwise like, what would you hold on to? I think that'd be really difficult. Mm, that, I didn't think about it in that way, so. Yeah, so the top and bottom bezel, I think. I agree with how um, they have it currently, but yeah, it's, it's good, better specs. I don't agree with the camera, but yeah. Mm-hmm yeah okay uh mac os high sierra yeah so the next one's gonna be mac os really high sierra
0: Ooh man and then the one after that's worry. gonna be
1: mac os by sierra <laughs> that's
0: my thoughts um, on it it has metal too which like it, it, a lot of this was going back to um ooh man goes back to the external gpu so you have Ooh, uh, metal yeah. metal 2 which now supports um the amd gpu the only reason i say amd gpus uh, apple's actually introducing like and selling a external gpu that has the, the amd uh graphics card there is nvidia drivers for the mac which was recently uh, introduced maybe a month ago um This just means you can do uh, VR. So possibly the HTC Vive and the Oculus Rift would have access to all these VR games. I don't know if there's some sort of thing that developers have to do, but there's definitely um, the possibility that they'll be able to develop uh, on
1: the Mac and also uh, play games on the Mac. I think that's probably the biggest thing that was that came out of WWDC, because like up to this point, um, Macs were not used for VR development, and this just opens up the world to that. Yes, uh, I wrote about
0: it on DigitalBounds.com again, I said <laughs> Apple's biggest announcement at WWDC was their embrace of VR and somewhat AR, I was more interested in the VR capabilities of what mac will now be able to do
1: i think also like because again i'm more on the side of like having a laptop and the portability but then plugging it into a monitor and having a desktop experience like this is really big for that because now you can get more power um by plugging in an external gpu so that's i think just really cool Yes, like it did exist before but you needed workarounds and you know things could fail it wasn't natively supported yes now you can actually um you can
0: buy a macbook and possibly like in- install uh, ext- or connect an external gpu and then have the capability of like a normal mac like y- it would be interesting
1: yeah for sure
0: um mm-hmm. watch os 4 anything you want to say about that it, it's honestly just like toy story like um watch faces and like there's some nsc data that was really no that was it
1: nothing special with that really um just real quick back to mac os because i think there was another announcement uh, for the mac uh, file system which supposedly is going to make things a lot quicker yes
0: um i don't know what the file system is but i know what you're talking about
1: Yeah, so supposedly, I mean, copying files, like let's say normally would take two minutes for a couple gigs or a terabyte or whatever it is, Um, it will take just merely seconds. And also um, boot up times, I think will be uh, improved by a lot because, you know, everything's going to be on this um, natively supported file system, so I think that's that's pretty big in terms of performance.
0: Yeah, uh, how they do it is, can you look up the name of, of the new file system? Uh, how they do it is they uh, they don't copy all the changes into a file. Instead, they just make a uh, like USB carbon copies. You'd have all the changes in the in the file saved in there. Now you just have like a duplicate of the the new file. You don't have all the changes included, so you can sh- two gigs transfers almost instantly. It's huge. Um, iOS recently made a file system change, and they uh, they did it quietly behind the scenes and it's it's much faster for iOS. Did you uh find that? Yes, yeah, so it's
1: called APFS, Apple files. There we go. Yes. Um yeah, pretty much just everything we've said. I mean there's probably will be downsides to it. Um like it's only gonna be supported natively. So like um it'll work on like Apple Fusion drives and stuff, but it's not gonna be supported everywhere, obviously. No. I think that's
0: the whole thing, though, is um, this will
1: better work with, like, Unix and,
0: um, like, Windows and stuff. Like, the big thing is it works with Unix.
1: Oh, really? is it going to work with Windows as well? Or? I believe so. I, I thought that was the big thing, too, is, is the Mac... I guess, was... yeah, as, well, as soon as you format it, then it'll be picked up. Yeah, like, Mac, like, the whole
0: big thing about the Mac was when you move something to a different different piece like the pc you had that like barrier and now with this new file system you you have less of a barrier like it'll it'll be able to better better work with it
1: yeah um that's everything for apple yeah that's it for apple just last things xbox one s gets a price cut okay and yeah it still (laughs) does not support 4k right no it does not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I heard you—you you were considering getting the new Xbox One S. Yes. Um, I'm thinking about it
0: because now I have an Xbox out in the living room. It's connected to my TV that's uh, mounted. But I have a TV in my um, my office, and I kind of want to like mount it and put it like a couch in the office so I can like play games in here occasionally or like have a video playing in the background or something. I'm not sure. Like 199 is pretty inexpensive, like relative to uh,
1: to other stuff. So I I'm not sure if I want to. It's a real good price, and it, I think it looks better. But um, it does lack 4K support. So I'm not sure how I feel about that. Um, 4K isn't that big of a deal. I don't have 4K
0: TVs right now. I've thought about buying 4K TVs, but they're just like I don't have a reason to upgrade my TV you know yeah fair enough yeah and there's not that many games that have 4k um i don't want to pay 400 dollars for a 4k uh gaming console and then like have to worry about like what games work with that and is my tv gonna fully render 4k properly is like everything gonna like is everything gonna look as crisp as possible you know
1: yeah plus 8k is like right around the corner so um <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Is is that it? I think so. Um
0: Yep. Uh let's jump to personal topics. Um so for me, the move is over, everything's back to normal. I I hope. Uh I do have to set my office by like sound foam to make sure the walls are good and there's carpet in here, so that's nice. Uh, mount the T V, get a couch, get some other things. Um i mounted my tv i've tweeted on twitter that i put the dream screen on it and it's the new 4k compatible dream screen with like a uh, a little hub Um, i'll have a review on that in the coming week Um, and then like digital bounds i've cut back on writing i've actually taken some like stepped away from some of my freelancing just because uh, a few of them they're they actually ended their contracts and a few of them i was just like I was done writing the same stuff over and over so I'm I'm rethinking what digital bounds would be possibly and and how it could be more beneficial like better, to the readers. Yes.
1: Yeah, I'm better organized, I feel like.
0: Yes, better organized, so. We'll we'll see how that all goes and what what happens. And you
1: are is that is that everything for me?
0: Yes, that's everything um, for me.
1: Oh, okay. Um yeah, so got my new Edifier speakers. I posted a video of it. Really good speakers in in my opinion. Um and then Wonder Woman. So a lot of good reviews on Wonder Woman. I walked out of that theater. I was like super bored. I felt like I took a nap. <laughs> um see, so yeah, so I don't know like what why people think it's good if if someone like someone legitimately liked the movie. Um, please tell me why you think it's good. And don't tell me that it's like, oh, it's because it's a female lead Is this in a superhero movie. Like, it's you know. Um, but yeah, I just didn't feel like it had a lot of suspense, at bad love interest. Um, there's no, like, attachment to anything. So it just, I thought it was a pretty boring movie. Um, um, yeah, any thoughts on that?
0: No, I'm going to abstain for that because it's very polarizing at the moment. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like trolls would would automatically jump on that sometimes but at the same time like i haven't seen the movie a lot of movies i go
1: oh okay that was okay i just i don't that's the thing I, though like i'm not a critical you know movie watcher like i'm pretty laid back um and i legitimately just did not like this movie so and it has nothing to do with like i don't care if, if it's male or female as the lead character like i don't care i thought the trailer was like absolutely amazing and then i went and like it did not hold up to the trailer so Um, yeah besides that just working on different projects i think within two months i'll be able to um, uh, release something probably a little bit before then i'll announce something so i'm looking forward to that
0: that that's very very good um i think that's all for this episode
1: yeah Okay. Pretty good one, I think.
0: Um, if you guys like this episode, we'd really, really, really appreciate it if you guys rate us on iTunes. It helps us uh, get a little more exposure and everything. Um, maybe we'll respond back to them. We have Twitter accounts. Uh, Sunny Sunny Sign.
1: Oh man, <laughs> I'm not gonna help you this time. Um, Sunny Sign IO, right? Sunny IO.
0: Yeah. I don't know why I want to say sign. Sunny <laughs> Sign IO. Um I don't know why I messed that up. That was really odd. Uh, <laughs> my name's Leon Hitchens, uh on Twitter. Uh Digital Bounds on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, we're all there. Um, might not be all active, but we're all there. Uh Digitalbounds.com if you want to read any more news and what we're covering and what we're doing. Um anything else, Danny? Rate us six stars. Six stars. Uh I'll talk to you next week. Uh, bye guys. Bye.